Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the World in 10 podcast, bringing you the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by the Times of London. I'm Toby Gillis, and this is Cara Bentley. Success of sorts today as temporary peace breaks out in Gaza and hostages and prisoners are exchanged by the two warring factions. But how solid is the agreement? We'll scrutinise the deal. Peace at last at least for four days, in Gaza. For once, a genuinely positive news story amongst, let's be honest, the sheer misery of the last six weeks or so when it comes to the Israel-Hamas war. At 4pm Israeli time, the first group of 13 Israelis held by Hamas, all women and children, were freed at the Rafah crossing into Egypt, where the Red Cross has taken them to safety and the agreement has officially fruit. Indeed, and in other ways too. Some nine hours prior, as the rockets stopped firing, hundreds of trucks stationed on the Egyptian border and carrying diesel, gas and aid started rolling in. Much needed, of course, and there'll be hundreds more making the journey over the next four days, all being well. In return for the 13 Israelis, Hamas receives 39 Palestinians who've been imprisoned in Israel. 24 women and 15 teenage boys were handed over in the West Bank. Worth adding that in a separate release of hostages, 12 Thai people have been freed by Hamas, seemingly with nothing in return, although the Thai government says 36 were taken in the October the 7th attack. It's not clear if or when the rest will be released. But the agreement between Israel and Hamas remains fragile, especially with a third player, the influential Palestinian Islamic Jihad, involved. The Times' former Middle East correspondent, Richard Spencer, told The World in 10 he foresees two potential situations that could bring it down. Any sort of incident actually on the ground uh, that either side feels they need to respond to. Obviously, any sort of shooting, uh, the fragility is really because of the incredibly tense situation inside Gaza. Both sides will be trying to sort of realign and reposition their fighters, their troops. What could happen is you could see Hamas fighters trying to relocate across that dividing line in some way. 
I think the assumption has to be that with regards to Palestinian Islamic Jihad, that they will have agreed this ceasefire as well. Uh, they operate under the sort of umbrella of Hamas's control of Gaza as a whole. They're part of the wider so-called axis of resistance. Uh, yes, they have different agendas. Uh, I think they, there has to be an assumption that they both uh, have a similar interest in allowing this uh, ceasefire to happen. And second thing would be any... Um, problem with the actual prisoner exchange. I mean, that's probably less likely. For the vast majority of those whose families were broken up by the kidnappers on October the 7th, the hell does continue. We should remember that, of course. In total, there are more than 200 Israelis being held hostage somewhere in Gaza. Even if these four days of exchanges go to plan, there will still be more than 150 left. Ahal Bazorai is a British Israeli whose sister was murdered by Hamas. Her husband and two of their children were kidnapped and Ahal told Times Radio the waiting will go on for him. It's nerve-wracking, you know, you really want them to be released, you want all of them to be released, you know, it's not just about uh, my family. There are 240 uh, hostages that are held by the hands of this uh, terrorist organisation, Hamas and you know, we want all of them to, to, to be freed and back home uh, alive and uh, healthy. Regarding our own sort of predicament, you know, it's uh, further exacerbated by the fact, you know, that first these two children, you know, a daughter and my niece, my niece who is 13 and nephew is uh, 16, lost the mum. You know, the mum was murdered October 7th by Hamas terrorists, probably in front of them. And even if they are released as part of this four day of truce, the dead will be left behind. You know, it's such a mixed uh, emotions, you know, for these two uh, youngsters, you know, coming back, knowing that the mom was murdered and then having to leave the dead uh, behind, you know. So it's just uh, very sadistic for me, very sadistic sort of way for Hamas to handle this. So the first 12-ish hours of the pause in hostilities has gone well. Both sides look to be getting what was expected and it feels a good day. But worth remembering that Israel says it expects to return to the fighting in three and a half days' time and that they will intensify their efforts to extinguish Hamas as an entity unless there's a dramatic agreement beyond the current one. Europe now, where Nexit has become a buzzword for 24 hours, meaning the prospect of the Netherlands leaving the European Union. Muslim hate and mosque and Quran bans have also been spoken of in that country, but why? Well, they're all features of the politics of Gert Wilders, a man on the periphery of Dutch politics for many years, but no more after his party won by far the most seats in the country's election earlier this week, and it's absolutely rocked Europe. The Netherlands is seen as one of the most liberal countries on the continent, yet Wilders' hard-right extreme nationalist Freedom Party dominated the election, winning 37 seats, 13 more than any other party. As a result, Wilders says he should be the Prime Minister. But that is in doubt, because he'd need to agree a coalition with other parties to become so. And such is the controversy among those parties of much of his politics that many commentators reckon... The only deal they may agree to is one which gets him into government, but holding a lesser position. The Times writer in Europe, Bruno Waterfield, says whether Wilders is able to form a government with himself at the helm or not, this result will impact the whole of Europe for some time to come. He's often nicknamed the Dutch uh, Trump, not in a nice way, I assure you, in Holland. 
and this is slightly out of step with most people um, in his country. He's links to Russia and um, is hostile to sending uh, arms and money um, to Ukraine. I was in the newsporter in the Dutch parliament and people gasped and groaned when the result um, came through. It was called a monster zegger, a monster victory, a monster win. People of immigrant origin, Muslims are very uh, nervous about him on, on the European scale. They're nervous about him too. This was a, an election dominated by the issue of migration and, and Europe is facing another migration crisis. So yes, the Europeans are very worried because there's European elections coming up um, next June and the trends that pushed Wilders to power writ large right across the European Union. For what it's worth, Wilders has toned down some of his rhetoric when it comes to Islam, presumably aware as he starts talks with other right-leaning parties that he must be slightly more liberal to form any kind of agreement with them. Although most commentators believe even that won't be quite enough and he is likely to have to settle for a position beneath Prime Minister in someone else's government. Oscar Pistorius, possibly the most famous Paralympian of all time, will be released from prison on parole in January, nearly 11 years after murdering his girlfriend Riva Steenkamp by shooting her through the bathroom door, always claiming he thought she was an intruder. That trial got worldwide attention at the time, with the runner initially being convicted of culpable homicide or manslaughter, but he was later found guilty of murder and sentenced to 13 years and five months. But now, in his native South Africa, he's been granted parole after serving well over half his sentence. The Times' Africa correspondent Jane Flanagan says officials have been convinced that he's a reformed character. The mother of his victim, Reva Steenkamp, who gave a very moving statement, victim impact statement at the parole board. She didn't attend in person, but her words were read out, in which she said she worried that Pistorius may still be a danger to women because of his volatile temper that we heard so much about during the trial. But nevertheless, the parole board is satisfied that he has rehabilitated and he'll be freed with conditions on January the 5th. Pistorius will probably be fitted with a security tag and not be allowed to make money from media interviews about his crime or imprisonment. He's expected to live in his uncle's mansion in a wealthy Pretoria suburb. Finally, to Bob Dylan, whose fans appear, maybe for the first time, to be getting what they actually want from his gigs. Amazing. He's not necessarily known as a crowd pleaser and has spent much of his time avoiding his big hits. But audiences have noticed he started tailoring his music a little more, such as by singing a cover of Kansas City in Kansas City, although not everyone is happy about that. Yeah, one fan told The Times that part of Dylan's appeal was that he does whatever he wants and you don't understand what's going on necessarily, but, quote, it's still great. Yeah, some think maybe this is a fond farewell to his fans before finding a road to walk down, before you can call him retired. Before you call him a man Not quite retirement for us yet, though, although that is all we've got time for today. Thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.